0: This is Doug Loves Minis. Ho, 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 short rounds and beds and burners. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis. The show that is going to reach the DLM Challenge goal of 365 movies in 365 days. Coming to you from Temp HQ. Yeah, still. On Tuesday, December 22nd, 2015. I've got lots of movies to tell you about, and I just realized, for those of you taking the challenge next year, it's going to be 366 movies, because it's a leap year, and you're going to have one extra day. So, good luck with that. For my challenge this year, number 317- I saw Agent Cody Banks 2, Destination London, on HBO. Edgier and more adult than I expected it to be, but still a movie for kids and not me. Movie number 318, also for kids and adults who like the films of Aardman Animation, Sean the Sheep movie. I watched on VOD in a hotel room. I have no words for this movie. Like, no words. Because they don't talk at all in the movie. It's just mumbling adults and buying sheep. It's very well done, but I wish it was a short that I never saw. <laughs> Number 319, Carol. I saw over at the Arclight. It's another slow-paced period piece from Todd Haynes. The guy who did Far From Heaven. If it didn't star Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara, I don't think I could have gotten, uh, gotten through the whole thing. It's exquisitely done boringness. But some things aren't exquisitely done, like Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. I interrupted the awfulest of awful movies. <laughs> over at Cine Family last Wednesday night with Zach Galifianakis, Sarah Silverman and Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah, I couldn't get a very good panel for that one. And I will play the opening moments uh, the audio from the opening of that show at the end of this mini... Uh, Good old Kirk Cameron gets a possessive credit that, uh, even though he didn't direct the movie, he just plays a guy who won't stop saying preachy bullshit. This movie's so incompetent, one of the outtakes during the end credits is just a replay of an entire scene that we actually saw in the movie. I think it's like an extended version of the scene. But you see the whole scene again, which is not really the point of Outtakes, over and credits. Movie number 322, The Big Short. A funny movie about a seriously unfunny subject. Wall Street jerk-offs ripping off everyone. A lot of great performances in this one, and it's very uh, fast-paced. And I understood most of it. Doug digs it. 323, Star Wars, Episode Seven, The Force Awakens. I'll be talking about this later and for the rest of my life, but for now, I'll just say, because some of you may still not have seen it, it was enormously satisfying for me, and that's all I care about. I don't need to argue about it with anyone. I just need to have it in my heart. Number 324, Charlie St. Cloud on HBO. What a nice come down from the high of Star Wars! A boring movie about boating and a dead brother. <laughs> it's just more Nicholas Sparks nonsense. I'm glad Zach Efron seems to be getting away from that sort of thing because I do think he's a good actor. Movie number three twenty five, Mustang. Touching film about five Turkish sisters sticking together. While being basically imprisoned by their father and forced into arranged marriages, it's playing at Cinna Family in Los Angeles, and it's a strong contender for Best Foreign Film Oscar. Doug digs it. Number three twenty six. I saw the Danish Girl at the Arc Light, and I wasn't as moved by the story. Uh. Of the first trans person who gets a sex change operation, um, great performances though. Alicia Vikander and uh, uh, Eddie Redmayne are, are very good in it, but it's it's all about their performances, and it's it's. Uh, I found it kind of rough to sit through. Number three twenty-seven sisters. Too long, like a lot of comedies these days, but other than that, uh, I loved it. And the end credits uh, bloopers are fucking hilarious. This is a movie that I'll watch over and over again on cable. I just love Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and uh, gets a big Doug digs it. Number 328, See You in Valhalla. One of my least favorite movies of the 365 movies I'm trying to see this year. At 328, we got one of the worst ones. It reminded me a lot of This Is Where I Leave You, but without the funny parts. And This Is Where I Leave You wasn't that funny. Number 329, Son of Saul. Heavy, heavy, heavy Holocaust movie. It plays like a thriller, but with the horrors of the concentration camps as the ever-present backdrop. you got to see this one, you guys. It's a really special movie and another potential nominee for an Oscar. Doug Diggs it. number 330, Ask Me Anything. Britt Robertson from uh, Tomorrowland stars as a teenager blogging about her affairs with older men. It's kind of hot, but it's also kind of creepy, and it's a lot of not fun. Movie number 331 Grind on HBO. Skateboarding movie from 2003 is very uh, slowly paced. It uh, has cameos by the likes of Tom Green, Bobcat Goldthwaite, and my buddy Brian Possein. but. Uh, Yeah, I just uh, did not enjoy it very much. Even the skating parts and the half pipe are are not that exciting by today's standards. But you do get to see a few, few of the jackass guys also show up if you're into that sort of thing. Let's see who else made it to uh, uh, number 365 so far. I might be repeating a few of these, but it looks like around December 17th uh, Devin Decker hit his 365, and he did it with Star Wars Force Awakens and says, can't wait till 2035 for the special edition. (laughs) And then uh, also Ralph Varlys on December 19th for his 365th movie saw Star Wars Force Awakens and says so happy this was my 365th. Yeah, that's pretty good, pretty good timing. I'm hoping mine will be like uh, you know, maybe hateful aid or concussion. <laughs> um, let's see. Patrick Morales also uh, about 20 hours ago put down for his 365th movie, Star Wars Force Awakens. And Gare Rick, uh, 17 minutes ago, tweeted that Brooklyn was his 365th movie. Well, I wish plot had a bit more bite slash oomph. Second half gains dramatic romantic momentum. My mom loved it. Well, isn't that nice? I'm going to see a movie with my mom on Friday... And it's probably going to be daddy's home. com for information about my shows, like tomorrow night's Doug Lows Movies at UCB Franklin. And now let's go to Cine Family, where, as always, Kirk Cameron, I shouldn't say him specifically. Let's say people who think there's, there's a war on Christmas are a shithead. Get out of here. Thank you, Adrian. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Wednesday night. It's hump night. (laughs) And it's Christmas time. Christmas part of year. See, I say that, and I'm not pro-Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, in the war on Christmas, I don't give a shit if Christmas loses. (laughs) but I like Christmas stuff. I like Christmas music and I like an occasional Christmas movie or TV special. Charlie Brown or whatever. Yeah, woo. <laughs> what was I just watching where there's a scene where there's a claymation animated special but it's, it looks like Rudolph but there's saying Miles' speech from uh, the creep... Merry Christmas. Krampus. Krampus. Thank you very much. Can we have that gentleman removed from the theater? I must know more than everyone. Uh, this is going to be so much fun, kind
1: of.
0: Uh, I interrupted uh, the le- uh, the previous Kirk Cameron motion picture. Uh, Mercy Rules. Or or Mercy Rule. Don't know why it would be called either of those things. And uh, it was, by the end of it, we were just like, the comedians, we were all spent because we were just like, it's too hard to keep this in front of you. You can't even make fun of this shit anymore. It's so goddamn ridiculous. So when I heard that Kirk Cameron had made a Christmas movie, I'm always looking for a fun thing to interrupt at to Christmas time, and right now I'm doing a thing where I'm uh, trying to watch 365 movies in uh, the same number of days, and I have to watch uh, 45 movies by December 31st. <laughs> so, and it's only, I set the bar really high, It's only can be movies I've never seen before from like beginning and, and uh, So, um, this one is going (laughs) to (laughs) qualify. So I couldn't pick any other Christmas movie because for some reason, I've watched so many Christmas movies, and when you think about it, everybody's got a few that they like, like Love Actually, or uh, Gremlins, or Die Hard, but, like, it's, it's, there's not too many Christmas movies that are really that awesome to everybody, universally. Like, one that you love, probably everybody else hates. You know, like, the person who likes Deck the Halls. (laughs) Little piece of shit. Christmas <laughs> in the cranks. Somebody loves it. Why do they keep playing it on cable? Why does cable... Does HBO have a deal where it's like, no matter... If a movie wasn't well-received and everybody agrees it's a piece of shit, they still have to show it a bunch of times? And <laughs> premiere it on a Saturday night at 8 o'clock like it's something good? They don't make any TV series on HBO and they're like, well, it's this is garbage, but let's put it on there and act like it's something good. <laughs> Why do they do that for the movies? All right. We're too high for this. <laughs> I'm dreading this one, I gotta say. So let's get my guests out here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flashing light show in the uh, entryway. Uh, I don't know if they're all here, but I'm gonna say all their names anyway. Please welcome Sarah Silverman, Paul Tompkins, and Zach Alfonso. going to go that way. Like You guys got plenty of room. You can go right here. You got want that one sit there. And Paul can go right there. I mean, you you got you to gotta, uh, move the uh, tape there. I'm sorry about that. You got to move this tape. Usually somebody runs in and tears the tape up. And, uh, I got it. I got it. Jesus. <laughs> I think that's just somebody who wants the seat. Can still dust up for myself. We got some, we got some seat zombies standing over there.
1: <laughs> Thank you, honey.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk to him first, you guys. It's Paul F. Tompkins.
1: You know what it is? That is the crowd. They give me life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you? Yeah, I'm good. That sound means I'm good. Um, I read you. Have you seen this motion picture? Of course not. No, i have not. No.
1: he's made a ton
0: of these, though, right? He's, uh, you know, he's probably got about a six pack. Um, Did he made six pack? Uh, no, that was skinny Loggins. Okay. But maybe he'll do like, uh, maybe he could do a beer free uh, version. Because that's the thing, Skirt Cameron became this, uh, you know, super, super Christian dude. I after... loved him so much on
1: Growing Pins. I'm like
0: telling you. you, on Growing Pins, he was very likable.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and was a good kid, and I don't know what happened with this whole religion thing. It's not there. Did not get not better. better. He it took him down. Took him down a long, painful road of having no sense of humor and insisting on things all the time. I bet there's plenty of laughs in this
1: movie.
0: I'm hoping. I'm hoping that there will be plenty of laughs in this movie because I'm telling you, the last one of his that I did an interruption on, it just became uh, awful by the end. Like no, everyone just wanted it to be over. And then this one's got a Christmas theme to it. We're all trying our best to have a little bit of holiday spirit and cheer and fight the war on Christmas. That's why we're mostly here. But I can't even, I don't think I'm going to be able to read this now, but uh, let's meet the other guests before I get into this. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is here. Stand in in uh, The Revenant, great job there. <laughs> I thought I could not stop thinking about that joke the entire movie. It's like, I can't wait to say this about Zach. Like, you're in Birdman, why did he just, like, go, I'm gonna make a whole movie of all Zach's? Because everybody's got your look in that movie. Thanks for being here. And Sarah Silverman, everybody. Sarah, on the SAG Awards, when they come to your table at the top of the thing and they say, you know, and you have to say your whole speech and then say, I'm Sarah Silverman and I'm an oh actress. Oh,
1: Only a couple people do that,
0: right? Yeah, but, but if you could do one, what would you say? Oh what God. would be your thing? Wait, what? what's
1: an example of one? Let me
0: think. I feel like I've seen a couple of these. <laughs> you
1: know, I had an acting teacher who said acting is reacting. And then last year, I was driving in my car and I was like, Reacting. I'm oh,
0: no. You just wrote it. Boom. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> Feet on desk. You've never seen a Kirk Cameron movie, have you? Um,
1: no, I have not.
0: I'm really unfortunate. <laughs> I sort of am. Um, well, I worked with him on a film where I was in a stand-in and uh, I, so I was there every day for an entire motion picture and, uh, You were
1: his stand-in?
0: Not his specific stand-in <laughs> My friend was his stand-in who had been his stand-in on Growing Pains because on Growing Pains, his stand-in when he was under 18 was a guy who would have to you know, replace him in all the rehearsals because kids only can work so many hours a day and so he be, they became very close They became close friends So then he became his stand-in in this big movie That uh, Kirk was in And so I got to be a stand-in as well And I stood in for like different people Like Roy Scheider I got to stand in for him Ooh. Yeah, it was really weird And uh <laughs> I just wanted to be like Brody, what are you going to do about the beach? <laughs> I think we should keep it open. He's like, keep it open on the 4th of July. That's like ringing the dinner bell for Christmas lights and problems with Martin. Right, Paul? That's exactly, I'm not, not paraphrasing at all.
1: That is the
0: direct quote from the movie Joe. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so at the end of production of this movie, uh, he even come out one night at the end of a long day of work and saw me do stand-up comedy at a club across town called Igby's that no longer oh exists. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he gave me this little note that was attached to something, a bottle or something, or I don't know what it was, but I don't know what the gift was, but I kept the note, and it just says... Uh, you know, I can't even read it in this light. But let me tell you, he seems like a sweet kid. And it doesn't mention the Lord anywhere in this fucking thing. Yeah.
1: Can I ask you a question? You were given this note one million years ago. You somehow knew exactly. Was if are
0: going to put it down here, but at no point in the process, if you fucking glance at it, I did, In I did look at it at one point, point. I thought, I'll read that again. Not even the gist, I can't even, I
1: did have the gist, I said, you
0: know, It's just a price tag. <laughs> you said something about fourteen and then there's hang on, you hang on, hang something on. about diet. Hang on, I got this. Some fancy. Alright, here we go. It says it says, thanks for being a good buddy. I like spending some time with you. What? This is from Kirk Cameron to, to Doug Benson. <laughs> For instance, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> And best of all, now I can say that I've seen you be funny. <laughs> <laughs> <look> sarcastic nope.
1: <laughs> At least I can say that. I like At least I can say least I can say that. At least I can say At that. Least I can say At <laughs>
0: He, doubt, he probably doubted it until he saw me on stage at Igby's. And he's forbidden to lie by our Lord. Yeah. And he's no, but that's the thing. Well, he was, this is right when he was turning when he wrote this. He wrote, thanks, thanks for a great show. Doug and your friend, Kirk Cameron. So, yeah, and I'm telling you, like, <laughs> he could have gone the Leonardo DiCaprio route he was also a child on that same program <laughs> he was a perfectly fine actor you know and a good guy and uh, suddenly one day on the set it was like hey do you want to come down to the trailer for uh, we're going to have a little uh, bible reading <laughs> he'd take out a guitar and be like we're going to have a bible sing along uh, and I was like what the fuck is happening to this kid <laughs> I watched it happen I should have
1: put him on a watch list. That happened
0: with the two and a half men kid. Oh, really? He's one of them? The a Hollywood insider just converted. (laughs) He he denounced his own show. Yeah, that's right. Still kept doing it, though. Hey, man. Contract's a contract. He gets to have it both ways. He gets to know uh, how he feels, but he gets the money, too. I bet he was trying to get fired, and Chuck Lorre was like, No. I'll make you stay, and I'll write paragraphs about it at the end of the show. <laughs> People will freeze frame it. All right. We're gonna, I just, I'm in no hurry to watch her camera. <laughs> Saving Christmas. I really uh, can't get too fired up about it. What is the name of this movie? Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Is his name in the title? Not Kirk Cameron is Saving Christmas. Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. He tried to buy the word Saving Christmas.
1: Or is it like um, John Cryer is hiding out?
0: We're talking like more like from the poster rather than the official <laughs> title. I think the real title of this movie is Kirk Cameron's like Marvel's The Avengers. <laughs> Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. Roy Scheider's A <laughs> Great Jaw. <laughs> It was called Listen to Me, and Kirk Cameron and Jamie Gertz played uh, college debaters who fell in love while debating on the circuit about uh, abortion. <laughs> <laughs> the sexiest it's topic. It's amazing. I should, we should do an interruption of it sometime. Come <laughs> about right after this one? Which reminds me, yeah, there's nothing else going on after that. Can you find a copy of Listen to me. <laughs> I think that's what it was called. When we well, well, were making it, well, while it was shot, it had a different name. It was, it was much more clever. Ultrasound. Name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But here's a fun addition to the show you guys might not be familiar with. Uh, At the very beginning, uh, right now, we're going to watch two trailers to determine what the next interruption will be Uh, This audience is going to decide on January 11th if I can interrupt one movie or the other movie. Movie. I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) All right, I'll admit, one of these movies makes me sick. I'd be happy to interrupt. either of these movies at. I'm at your pleasure. I'm at your service. You serve at their pleasure. I'm your. I'm their secret I will bitch and complain, but I will get. I'll do what they want, what they need, hopefully, and uh, not have a bad feeling about it. And uh, uh, so you guys get to vote between. Two trailers that we will uh, will show you uh, right now. And just to be clear, someone a previous audience voted that we see this movie. For. That's correct. Okay. So the, the, okay. the audience's judgment is not terrific. It was this or uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And the audience, yeah, that audience fucked up. <laughs> I can't. Must be some of you, must be. All right, here we go. This is the first option. And I've heard just for December 11th. Never forget. This organization. Do you know what it's called? January 11th. <laughs> Spectrum. together. Sarah's already voting for the next one, you guys.
1: <laughs>
0: People don't seem that fired up about it. It would be it would be long, and then the, that movie was boring. Is this an ad for Spotlight? How about that? <laughs> I would love to have Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: what
0: about this, you guys? What do you think of this? Yes! <laughs> okay, I think it's not Sarah! <laughs> and Daddy pride and joy.
1: Bye bye. Whoa, bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. But Baby Bink was more. Oh, baby. Bink he called. Baby Bink had to answer. Was this shot on oh. the reason? <laughs> the family has offered a reward of $5 million. <laughs> baby
0: I'm so glad I'm not going to be here. Yeah, that's... I, was, I thought it'd be more fun than that. The trailer wasn't that much fun to watch. It gets a little more into it, though. The baby really does some shit. Is it blurry or not? That was blur? Well, that was like uh, they got a whole, like, some uh, internet video uh, trailer or something. We'll, we'll get, like, a 70-millimeter print of it. <laughs>
1: Side, so we don't die a fast. It's a Doug Benson show done before you know Listen for the dates bring bringing name tag to the show Here with Lennon Maltin Rated in the game named after him Made it funny that he's played it Do I talk to sing it On the screen game today If it's not that phone hurts Roll up some big J's Made a category if you wait too to the bird lane They conferred a stream And if the love ain't got nothing. thing You can share it with a friend Just listen to the end That's when you hear the shithead sing